Welcome to the Smell Podcast. My name is Katie Price and I'm your host. Today I'm going to read some listener stories to you to share their experiences with smell and taste disorders. I know many of you can relate. I know I definitely can. I'm going to call these listener story segments mini-sodes, which is a term borrowed, taken, directly from the My Favorite Murder podcast. So shout out to Karen and Georgia, and all the credit for that term is theirs. I think mini-sode describes what I'm trying to do well, so we'll stick with it. Okay, let's get started. This is our first story. Hi, I don't have a light bulb moment. It all happened very gradually. In my teens, I used to get terrible sinus infections. I had an operation to straighten my nose inside on one side. I had to wait until I was 17 to have this done. Anyway, now I am 78. I can't smell or taste anything. I am on antidepressants as it really gets me down. I am very interested to hear what others have to say. Sheila. Thanks for sharing, Sheila. I also take antidepressants for my anosmia. It's a rough living a life where everything smells like nothing and you can't taste your food. Thank you for having the courage to share your story. Next up, this one is a longer story, so I'm going to jump right in. This is from listener Laura, who lives in Florida. I was poisoned by some industrial strength cleanser left in a coffee machine at a gas station. It had no taste, smell, or color, so I didn't know I was drinking it until my mouth started burning like fire. The cleanser contained chemicals that, when they mixed with liquid, turned into industrial-strength hydrogen peroxide. So the liquid that this stuff mixed with was coffee and stomach acid. That concoction turned into a super-industrial-strength hydrogen peroxide, and then it started working. I immediately started belching and then vomiting this stuff up, and it was foaming up so violently that it was also coming out of my nose. I was taken by ambulance to the nearest ER. The ER doctor called Poison Control and the company who made the cleanser. He came back to where I was to tell me that I had drank some nasty stuff. He said this stuff was going to burn everywhere it went, and the main thing they needed to do was to stop it from coming back up through my throat, mouth, and nose, which were already burned. He said the goal was to get it to go through my digestive system and then scope everything in three days to see how much was burned. He wanted to keep me, but we were traveling and had to get back to Florida. I went to the ER in Florida on the third day and was still belching and vomiting. My heart rate was up and I have a heart problem, so the ER in Florida was mainly interested in getting my heart rate down and then dealing with the poisoning. It was basically a waiting game to try to find doctors that could diagnose and deal with this sort of thing. I was really sick with this and my mouth was completely burned up with pus pockets, blisters, and open sores. When I'd vomited and the stuff spewed out of my nose, it had burned the skin on my face. My septum in my nose is still blood red and will not heal, and it's been two years since May since this happened. It's been two years this May since this happened. So I wasn't paying attention to things not tasting right or things not smelling right. It wasn't until about six weeks after the poisoning that I noticed things didn't smell or taste right, and I was having what I now know is parosmia phantom smells. I was smelling things like asparagus, gasoline, tar, etc., when there was nothing like that around me. It wasn't until much later that I found out that was when I was losing those smells forever. It's like they try to work or something as they are dying out. The burning injury I suffered wiped out every smell I have except for rotten food, like when you smell a dumpster behind a fast food restaurant. That's the only smell I have left. But dumpsters don't smell like that. Anosmia and parosmia are strange and terrible. The things that do smell and taste like dumpster trash are any kind of poultry, chocolate, most bread, french fries, but not baked potatoes, and peanut butter. Other things have no taste at all except sweet, salty, bitter, and umami. 
It's been a bitter time for my husband and myself. We are both cooks that carry on the recipes taught to us by our elders. I can never be around the turkey dinner with the dressing perfected by my mother-in-law because it smells like the whole house is a dumpster. We tried to do that turkey dinner for the first Christmas after the, po after the poisoning, and I was literally suicidal being in a damn dumpster all day in our house at Christmas. I knew we'd never cook turkey and dressing again. I found a therapist because I really thought I would kill myself. I begged more than one ENT to please go in and kill that one last smell so I wouldn't be smelling dumpster trash my whole life. They refused. I pray for some kind of terrible sinus infection to take that smell away. I don't know what I would have done without antidepressants and a good therapist. Not being able to smell is also very unsafe for me. I am highly allergic to things like all scented products, like perfumes and cleaners with scent, any kind of smoke, and many chemicals. My nose saved my life because I could smell those things and get away from them. Now I cannot smell those things and it has led to disastrous situations. I went by myself to look at a mobile home we were thinking of purchasing. This was about two months after the poisoning and I knew I couldn't smell, but I didn't understand the ramifications of that until this trip. I went into the mobile home and we stood around talking about it. I got in my vehicle and drove three hours back to our temporary apartment where my husband was doing a temp job out of town. I walked in the front door and my husband went pale. He said, Laura, you smell like cigarettes. Where did you go? I was reeking of cigarettes and I am deathly allergic. I immediately stripped off, showered, and then waited. Sure enough, about two days later, I started coughing and could not stop. My inhaler wouldn't help. I ended up going to a walk-in clinic and the physician's assistant said my lungs sounded shredded and she wrote me a prescription for a nebulizer. I'd never had one at home before. Now I do. I screwed my lungs up because I couldn't smell. I tried one other time to go out by myself. I went Christmas shopping for decorations. I have no idea what I encountered. I am assuming I stood next to someone or some people with perfume on. Two days later, I couldn't breathe. My inhaler and steroid nebulizer treatment didn't work. I went to my primary care twice but could only see a nurse practitioner who sent me home saying I was fine. I kept getting worse. I called my insurance and they put me through to a nurse. She walked me through a bunch of questions and I told her I'd just like to get an x-ray because I've had pneumonia before and this didn't feel exactly like that, but I was weakened like that. She told me to go to the ER immediately. I drove myself thinking it would just be an x-ray and then I could come with and then I could come home with medicine. No. I was in what's known as the prolonged asthmatic state. I was in a constant low-grade type asthma attack for over a week. No wonder I was so weak. They kept me in the hospital for three days. My husband was home with the flu and couldn't visit me, and the nurses knew I'd driven myself to the hospital. I think they felt sorry for me, but honestly, I was so weak and tired, I just wanted to sleep and take my breathing treatments. I wouldn't have wanted my husband there even if he hadn't been sick. So, I am a prisoner in my own home. I am afraid to go outside. I no longer keep flowers outside because I can't water them. It takes too long and I don't know if there's some kind of smoke outside or a chemical I'm allergic to. My washer and dryer are out on my Florida room, so I try to do laundry when my husband is home on the weekend so he can go outside before me and make sure there's nothing that will harm me. He loves his job and wanted to work until he reaches full retirement, but that's no longer possible. I am tired of being a prisoner, and he is tired of leaving me alone in the house. He is going to take early retirement so he can be my nose for me. There is no cure for this. There are fine doctors doing research on this, but there's no cure right now. Most ENTs don't want to deal with smell or taste disorders because there is no cure. It's like they don't want to be bothered. Most of us have horror stories of the bad ENTs we've encountered. Most people also don't understand. They gloss over it. 
They don't think of the long-term reality of never smelling or tasting things in the right way. This is never for us without some miracle cure. 10 years from now, I will still not be able to cook turkey dinner and dressing with my husband. 15 years from now, I won't be able to make my granny's Christmas fudge or her raisin pie. In fact, my diet is so terrible that I know I'm only hastening my demise. I use way too much sugar and salt on everything because it's the only thing I can taste and it never feels satisfying. I'm always hungry and I always will be. This is a punishment and a prison for a crime I did not commit and no one can save me or any of us with smell and taste disorders. I just wanted a cup of coffee to help me stay awake because it was my turn to drive and now my life is ruined. This story comes from Laura from Florida. Wow, that is an intense story. Thank you so much for sharing and hang in there, Laura. The goal of sharing these listener stories with you all is so that you know you are not alone. Living with a smell and taste disorder is awful and it can be really hard. Please know that there are other people going through similar situations like you, and I hope that gives you some comfort and hope. Until next time, check out the podcast on Twitter at The Smell Podcast. And if you have a story you'd like to share for the next mini-sode, please send it to thesmellpodcast at gmail.com. Have a great day.